Welcome back to episode 15. Garage Beer Shenanigans. It's a lovely day. Uh, we have a very special guest, Austin G. You don't have to say your last name, but I forgot to mention that. Um, I just want to say, I want, I want to start out because a couple episodes ago, we did the first spill in the beer, and I called you Huber rather than Gruber. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It's, you it's did. Close. Why the fuck did nobody <laughs> That's, you know what? correct me? I didn't really. I need to be corrected. It's better than Grubber. I hate the name Grubber. It just people say that anytime that would happen at like a track meet. I'm like, hey, well, like let's let's use some and it's let's use some phonics. I know you went through it. Correct. And it's it's (laughs) it's along the same lines as my last name is Simer. Yeah, I was always called Simmer. Ah, okay. So, Gruber, Grubber, Simmer, Simer. You know. But as soon as I heard that your last name was Gruber, I was like, why didn't anybody tell me? Yeah. I think you only said his name once, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it once, but I felt I see bad. why you only said it once now. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I, I felt bad. No, I, I don't take no offense to that. <laughs> no problem. Hubie H- Dubois. So our guy Gruber has a podcast. I do. So yeah. I'm not actually on the podcast. I'm on one episode when we uh, went down and recorded at a big tournament down in Florida. But I'm the producer for, for a jiu-jitsu podcast called The Hay Show. That's Hay with three Ys. Uh, That's not how you say it. No, it's hey, hey show. Hey, yes, show. that's what exactly. I loved about. Okay, okay so let's get into this. Okay, let's, let's do it. Where did the name come from? Why do so, you call it that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's kind of a jujitsu tradition. Whenever you know something good happens, right? So usually, usually your team's watching you while you're while you're out in a match. If you get a sweep, if you get a submission, if you win in general, everybody goes hey. And that's kind of where that show came from. I like okay. that. Show name. Show, show like name it. came from. That's awesome. Good. Good. Yeah. It's so like just it. one of those weird jujitsu traditions. Don't ask me where that came from. I'm only a year in, so I don't know how where, where all that came from. So, as a guy who knows nothing about jujitsu, only like the basics, I know that it's like an art. It's yeah. like a lot of technique. Yep. It doesn't necessarily have to be the biggest guy is going to win or the smallest guy is going to win. Tell me about jujitsu. Well, exactly what you said right there. It's the great equalizer, right? So, for those that know me, I'm a big dude, right? Like, so the, I play the game completely different than somebody who is, you know, five eight, eight and built like a woman. Yeah, <laughs> Tanner. Yeah, exactly. Shout out Tanner. Yeah. Shout out Tanner. Shout out Tanner. <laughs> but I would play the game completely differently than he would, right? So, what? That's really what it comes down to, though, right? It's it's the ability to defend yourself against anybody, whatever size, the techniques that that you that you use that, that get taught to you. You know that it's it's so it's so incredibly useful to women to smaller people that it, it just it's 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 special, man. It's special. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like I said, I don't feel like there's any advantages to being like a great big like bodybuilder, no. powerlifter type guy, and that sort of thing. I just feel like it's a technique thing. It is, and, 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 and like generally, I, said, I know nothing about it, right? Other yeah. than just like. And generally, being things. that really that much bigger guy is is a massive disadvantage because there's yes. a lot of techniques, especially if you're going to play guard, where you need to be much more flexible than the other guy. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. I get away with using brute strength occasionally, but you cannot get away with that over a long period of time. What you can get away with, and what what is sustainable, is being flexible, being fast. That's that's what jujitsu hmm. calls for. And that's the thing I want to talk about too is is the wrestling and jujitsu, how similar they are. And I had no idea because I was watching videos. I was like, "This is this is fucking wrestling." Yeah, but it's it's not because so, you put them in holds. You you got your arm bars. You got yes. your Kamaras or your fireman carrier or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, I mean there, there there is a lot of similarities, kind of in in if you look at the point system, how tournaments are scored and stuff. There's some similarities there. Um, wrestling, obviously, the mat, the idea is to pin your opponent to the mat yes. or score the most points in the time frame. So it's it's very similar in that case. So uh, let me give you an idea of the, tra- of the relationship between wrestling and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? So if you go into a tournament, right, they will ask you, do you have, I think it's collegiate wrestling experience, and it doesn't matter if you have that, let me silence that, if you, if you have that, mm-hmm. and even it doesn't matter if you've taken three Jiu-Jitsu classes and you're still a white belt, you have to compete with blue belts, right? So yeah. that's how much of a leg up that wrestlers have when they start Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And if you listen, I think on Rogan's last pod, he was talking to Andy Stumpf, who's a former Navy SEAL, he used to hold the world record for uh, like the, the squirrel suit, like surfing. Hmm. And he was saying, it, he, Andy was asking him, he goes, if you could build one UFC fighter, what would you build their base out of? And immediately, wrestling. Yeah. Okay. 
So it is a massive advantage, but yes, there's a lot of crossover from wrestling, being able to hold yeah. your opponent down and everything like that. Take them down to the mat at any time is, is really where it yeah. comes. Yeah, because it's still the same with jiu-jitsu. You, you, you're standing up in that position, you yep. know, you do your bows, whatever you respect, yep. and then, yep. yeah, okay. And for those that don't know what the squirrel suit thing is, uh, YouTube it. Yes. Very, very amazing to watch. Those guys are something else. Yeah. I have. would never. I'm going to have to watch because I don't think I've ever seen the squirrel suit. It's like literally the dudes that, like, I don't know how they launch. I assume it's like a plane or a helicopter or something like that. Oh, is that the guys some that people do, yes. yes. Some yes. people okay. do it, like, out of a base jump. Like they get, but the, you got it's got to be obviously very. And us know. describing it does no justice. No, we're no. we're awful at describing it. So <laughs> you, please look it up. Yes. You honestly have to YouTube it. The squirrel suit thing is is amazing. It's a it's a feat for sure. It's a physical feat. Yeah, if I don't know if there's a video about this, but I'm gonna say if you look up Andy Stump World Record Squirrel Suit, you'll probably get a pretty good video. Hmm. So, hell yeah. So uh, one question too about the jujitsu. Yeah. Um, which you kind of already talked about, explained it, but why would you recommend it for people to actually? learn about it, try to go to a class. Especially, especially for somebody who doesn't know anything about it. Yes. For sure. Okay, so going into jiu-jitsu, I'm, I'm, this is going to be a long-winded answer. Good. So, so prepare Good. Great. Get it. Great. Yeah. Crack open a beer if you're not driving. Oh. You know, yes. Sit down. When I, when I went to start jiu-jitsu, right, I was, you know, for those that know me, I played college football at Illinois College. After football and after really COVID, you know, I basically sat around the house for three years. Didn't do anything at all, right? I just like... Sat around, was lazy, wasn't happy with where I was at. Started having, I don't want to say I had depression problems, but I noticed them, right? They were, they were there. So what I did was I had a buddy of mine that was doing a jiu-jitsu class up in Moeekwe, Illinois, same one I do now. And uh, he said, hey, I think, you know, with your background and you being very competitive and things, this would help you out. So the biggest benefit for me has been, you know, moving on past that athlete lifestyle to where, okay, I still have something that I can be competitive with. But it's not, I have to train five days a week, you know, and it's, it's, it's not a full-time job. It can be a full-time job if you want it to be. And if you want to be a world champion, you can do that. However, you know, it's something that you can go and do two, three days a week and, and really see the physical and, most importantly, the mental benefits. So talking a little bit on those mental benefits. I've always struggled with anxiety. It's just how I am. I'm wired that way. You know, not to, the, not to where it debilitates me, but to where I notice it on a daily basis. Jiu-Jitsu has helped me so much with controlling that anxiety because you put yourself in these bad situations, you know, where somebody has your back and they're trying to strangle you. And you get, what, the first time you get out of that, it's like, oh, my God, I can get out of that. I yeah. got out of this, you know, this former D3 wrestler is trying to choke me unconscious. Well, I turned around and I didn't really do anything after it, but I got out of that spot. So it's like having that idea that if I can get out of that, I can do whatever I need to do. This this is nothing. Yeah, it so really I, shrinks the problem. So I assume like just day-to-day -day things probably seem like nothing. Day-to-day -day problems that used to be like ruin your entire day or make you mad or cause you to lose your temper or Nervousness. Whatever. Nervousness, yeah. it's gone. Yeah, it's Out gone. The window. It, makes it, sense. it doesn't it, it does you you know because it's you, really like a perseverance thing. It is. Yeah. You purposely put yourself in situations where hey, this is a bad deal. It's as close as you can get to putting yourself in a life or death situation without actually being in a life or death situation. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I it mean, is. how many people can say they've got out of a chokehold? I mean, not a lot of people. And I, yeah. I, mean, I know it's difficult. Unless you're a fighter, a cop, something along those lines. Right. Most people can't say that. that's difficult. Exactly. Yeah. It is. It is. On top of that, you know, I used to, I don't, I'm, you know, I used to really have trouble staying on track, like at work and things like that. It has helped me really focus my mind and work on one task at a time. That's the beautiful thing about jujitsu, and it's another kind of crossover with hunting that I want to talk about here in a little bit. Oh, we mm. could talk about hunting. Oh, yeah. Yes. We love there, there's a lot of comparisons there, and, I'll, and, and we'll get in there. So, But it allows you to focus on one thing, one singular thing. You, don't, you get to shut out the rest of the outside world, and for five minutes or six minutes if you're in a tournament or whatever, you are focused on one singular thing, and that's your opponent across from you. You can train your mind to be able to do that in other situations, right? So instead of focusing on trying to get out of a chokehold, now I'm focusing on inputting all these results into a spreadsheet hmm. and seeing a trend in the results that, that may be there or may not be there, right? Yeah. So that's where that kind of thing helps, where that mental focus, it, it's just incredible how much it's improved for me since I started jiu-jitsu. I love paper progress. Yes. I love paper progress. That is a yes. good... So I'm a cyclist. Yep. And... 
it's not necessarily paper progress, but it's like data progress. For sure. I love seeing, like I use the Strava app for cycling, which you can use it for running, walking, whatever. Yeah. Uh, his brothers use it for uh, rowing, mm -hmm. kayaking, yeah. any, you can use any, any, kind of... any fitness thing you can use Strava for. And it will tell you how much more you're working. Yep. If you're using like an Apple Watch or something like that, it'll tell you how much more fitness you're doing based on points, like per workout. For sure. And, and I love that stuff. I get obsessed. Yeah. So, and I'll say this, that was an issue for me initially with jujitsu is like, I, it's hard to see the milestones. So what you got to kind of train your mind to do is, okay, I may tap out this round, but I'm not going to tap out twice. Or I'm not going to tap out three times or however many times, right? If mm -hmm. you tap out twice, I'm not going to tap out again. Winning, you may not win the overall role, but you may win those small little segments. And then you win enough of those small little segments, all of a sudden you're going to find yourself winning the roles. And it, it gets frustrating, right? I came in there and, man, I was rolling with killers. And we still got killers at that gym. They're really yeah. good. This, this, this gym, it's not, a, it's not a coincidence that Pedigo has had multiple world champions, right? It, they're, they're incredible. That's fucking awesome. World champions. Right. World champions. Awesome. Yes. That is not to be understated. No. World, world champions. How many exactly. gyms do they have? The, you said there was four oh, okay. around Gosh, here. Yeah, so the, the main one's in Mount Vernon. That's, uh, there's actually a documentary out on that gym about at, oh, on yeah. YouTube. So if you look up uh, Daisy Fresh, an American jiu-jitsu story on YouTube, it's through Fresh. Flow Grappling. It's a crazy documentary, and it shows how just how dedicated you can be if you want to be a world champion in jiu-jitsu. Hmm. Then the gym I train out of is at Mawikwa. Uh, it's up at Level Up Fitness. It's Josh Evans' gym there, mm -hmm. uh, right, out, right, right off the highway by Casey's. Uh, I know there's one uh, in Macomb. There's one in Effingham that our, our black belt Chad Hawkins trains out of, uh, Terre Haute. And then I know there's one up in Michigan. They're all over the country. But we're, you know, there's a lot of yeah, them based in the Midwest and everything. Got to be everywhere if they're yeah. doing world. Mattoon. There's another one there. in Mattoon. Yep. Dang. So, so Mount Vern is the, the special, the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's Daisy Fresh, right? And, yeah. uh, it, you know, I'll, I'll go into a little bit of that history. So they started out, Heath Pedigo, who's our, who's our founder, he uh, was looking for a jujitsu gym, uh, looking for a building. The only one he could find was this old Daisy Fresh laundromat, <laughs> and it was in complete disrepair. Yeah. I mean, you, you, if you watch the series, you'll see what this place was. The Daisy Fresh like makes sense. It's on sense YouTube. Now. It is, yeah. I did a little uh, research. It looks yep. like it's on YouTube, so Absolutely. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. Because I'm not necessarily trying to join a jiu-jitsu gym, but I'd like to learn about it. For sure. Watch it. I'm going to tell you right now, though. I love some Rogan. Yes. And yes. like I was saying before the we went live, my guy Travis at work, he's a jiu-jitsu guy. His son's like a fucking prodigy already, so <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to learn a little bit about it. So I will warn you. Cool. you. You say you're not interested right now. You watch enough stuff. I may be. Yeah, I'm I may, telling you right I now. I may be obsessed. I'm, I'm the type of dude that like gets into something, and I, I want to be it. You if, will be if, interested because you are a very uh, gung-ho guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. He's I'm very a, competitive, so yeah. I think you will I'm a, enjoy like it. A, once I get in, I want to be all the way the fuck in. Yeah, like, absolutely. I want, and, and then, like, once I'm in, I want not only do I want to be in, I want to be really fucking good at it too. Yes, yes, so, absolutely. So what's cool, your, man? Yeah, yeah. What's your What's your favorite uh, technique? What's your favorite hold? Or you know, I'm trying to be because I don't have any wrestling background at all. And being a big guy, most big guys that you find in jujitsu tournaments all have wrestling backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So that means for me, I have to be really good at playing guard. Playing yeah. guard, meaning holding them in place, working to get to submissions, working to flip them over onto their back. That's right? an excellent way to explain that for people yeah. that don't really know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's so that's what playing guard is. I have to be good at that while also being able to be good <clears throat> on the feet, take people down if I need to take people down. So I'm really – my goal and my ultimate goal is, as a martial artist and is to be balanced, right? I want to be capable mm -hmm. of any technique that I need to throw to win a match at any time. That's that's my mindset. As far as my favorite hold, I'll talk, probably my favorite submission I do, and it's only it's one that I've only hit one time in practice, and I haven't actually hit it in a full roll yet. And it's called a I want to say it's like a hurricane collar choke or something like this. Oh, it has to happen in the gi. Yeah, it, it's tough. I don't even remember the name of it. But basically what you do, you, if an opponent's internal, and this is going to get really technical, so, you know, bear with me. If your opponent's internal, you grab the collar across from him if you're in the gi. You kind of swing around, and with your back foot, you step over the top of their neck. You're trying to put your knee 
right next, right in front of their shoulder. You'll roll over the top of them, and then what's happening is you're pulling on their collar with with your with one hand. Your leg is under your your shin is underneath their neck, and it's pushing them up while you're pulling the collar down, and it's a very very tight choke. It sounds like it already with the yeah, knee it sounds and the rough. pulling. It sounds it does. abrasive. And, it does, and just not only is it restraining your like ability to, to breathe, but you're also like it's a, it's abrasive. It's on your neck. Yes. It's gonna hurt. Yes, no one it's likes gonna hurt, touch. and it's gonna not allow you to breathe. Yes. So, so let me let let's get that out of the way, right? This is not this is not a pretty, you know, easy sport to do. It's well, violent, you don't have right? fucking it's, kid gloves on whenever you're doing. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not you're playing. Very, you're not right. quote unquote playing jujitsu. You're, right. you're grabbing you're doing people. Jiu-jitsu. When you get in jujitsu, the the ultimate goal is you're gonna choke your opponent until they tap out or they go unconscious yeah. or. And you won't do this with teammates, obviously. But if you're in a if you're in a tournament or something, you're, I'm going to put you in an arm bar, and if you don't tap, that arm's coming home with me. <laughs> yeah. I hate to tell you, right? Like like you you know what you signed up for. If you get put in an arm bar, and if it hurts, yeah, and you don't tap, it's coming home with me. That's all there is to it. That would also, like I was saying, it's like a technique thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing, oh, yeah. there's nothing that you're going to do that's irreparable or something that's going to ideally not. Ideally, be, not accidents do happen. Yeah, do. for sure. I mean, but most of the time you got to be flexible, like you said. There's always yes. free so, things that happen. Yes, 100%. I mean, seriously, that that could be playing football, that could be playing baseball, that could be riding bikes. It doesn't matter if you're using your body physically. There's always something that could be yeah. a freak thing. Yes, something can always happen. But and, and that, I feel and, like jujitsu is such a technique thing. Yes, that it's designed to where you're if you know what you're doing and you're trained enough. You're not gonna hurt somebody permanently, right? To where it's right. like, what you I may meant do, to do that. What you may do is pop an elbow every once in a while, and mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be sore for a couple of weeks. You might be a little weak. It'll get better. Right? Yeah. What what it comes down to, and this is this is I think the most important thing with jujitsu is you have to find a gym where you feel safe, you feel comfortable, and you trust your teammates, mm-hmm. right? That that is extremely extremely important, okay? Because I've been to and I've been to another gym now. Now that I've gone a year through it, I went to another gym while I was on a trip, and I wasn't one of their teammates. Became very clear that they didn't very quickly that they didn't care about my safety. They were going to try to use me to to get a name for themselves or show their, show off to their black belt, whatever. I get it. Yeah. I understand that. Am I angry at them? No. No. I knew what I signed up for when I signed the waiver. It is what it is, right? But when you're in a gym with your teammates, right, there are certain things that you do to protect your teammates. There's certain th- maybe movements that you don't do because you don't feel like you're, like you're advanced enough to keep people safe. But you're always looking out for your teammates. The absolute worst thing that can happen to you in your jiu-jitsu journey is get injured because then you have to take time off training. And it's irreparable. There's always going to be something. There's always going to be something, yeah. The, the best always have the knee problems and things like that. But, the, but for a lot of it, especially new people, they get injured and then they don't ever come back, right? Yeah. So, and that's the last thing we we ever want to happen. So, that's why it's so. That's why I speak so highly about my gym because I can tell you right now from day one when I stepped in there with no martial arts experience at all, they protected me. It was it was incredible, and they yeah. welcomed welcomed we welcome all new people with open arms. So yeah, that's another question uh, for the people that actually are interested in it, the yeah. ones that actually maybe want to go try it out. Yeah. Before they come to the gym, what are some things that they might need to work on or like look into or? Uh, personal hygiene. Yeah. Okay. You're going to be rolling <laughs> with other people. Yeah. Do not come in there all nasty. <clears throat> all sweat. If if you're just getting off work or something, get it. We understand. Just make sure you wash. You wear clean clothes or something. But like, wash your damn feet. Clip your toenails. Clip your fingernails. <laughs> Like for sure. Let's let's that's li- yeah, a number I one. I shouldn't laugh. People people are pretty gross. It, it and that's yeah. that's another thing I feel like with contact sports, basketball, football. Yes. Clip your fucking toenails. Clip your fingernails. Yes, for sure. Wash your ass. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Yes. Precisely. You've got to yeah. do that, right? And it's because they're you're going to end up in situations with different parts closer than you would like up where they don't need to be. Yes. For sure. So. But wash, wash yourself. Have good personal hygiene. And really, the the other big thing besides that, just it, just come in with a good mindset. Just come in with a good attitude. Mm-hmm. Don't expect to come in and be the best. For sure. Okay. It doesn't matter how good of a high school athlete you were. Doesn't matter how good you are at anything else. You're a beginner. Act like it. Yeah. Be a beginner. Don't don't put too much pressure on yourself and be mad if you get tapped out in your first roll. Yeah. I'm I'm that competitive. I was like upset that I got tapped out in my first roll. Mm-hmm. 
And what what we have a saying in jujitsu, you're not you cannot even start getting good until you've been tapped out a thousand times. Yeah. Okay. So understand that. Yeah, I feel like it's like a little bit of like the uh, I don't necessarily want to say the Kobe Bryant mindset because he's just like a completely different animal. Like whenever he was alive, and like a lot of people don't even understand what the mama mentality is until you try to embody that. But I feel like until you go through the adversity of wanting to be the best and then you go into a gym of bad people where you're like, okay, these guys know what they're doing. Right, right. And you don't even really understand it. And, it's, and, and that's another thing. It's so beneficial to be a beginner at something again, right? For sure. Yeah, so like it is. for me, I was coming out of football. I had been in football for 12 years. By the time I was a senior in college, I'm like, okay, I got this down. Now it's just about staying healthy to try to, to, try to play. I, I was at the top of my knowledge at that game. I wasn't going to go any farther, okay? When I started jiu-jitsu, I'm starting on – and I'm not even on the ground level. I'm in the damn basement because I don't even have any wrestling experience. Yeah. Now, I knew a little bit because I watched UFC. I knew kind of some of the different positions and everything. If so, somebody talked about side control, I know what that is. But that's it, right? That's all I came in there with. Mm-hmm. And, and just even just a year, right? I went it, – It's I can't even believe my jiu-jitsu journey. That, that, yeah, that reset. Definitely yes. is probably what helped you with, with all your personal... And the ego. Yeah. Not that I ever really had much of an ego. I really pride myself on not having an ego. I mean, I feel like as an athlete, anybody you has have to. Slight you have ego. to. You have to. You have to. I mean, you're not going to wake up feeling sorry for yourself. No. No. If you're competing against anybody, man-to-man or you against a field, you're not going to wake up feeling sorry that, and that's that's the mentality i had in football right i don't care like there's a guy in our conference d3 all-american led the league in sacks his freshman year he was a monster i i woke up that morning that we played him I'm like i could block him i got no problem with that i'm good there's no problem i was born for this shit yes yeah. this is what this is what i'm doing then why yeah. if this is what i was meant meant to fucking do yes yes what else did i want to do right yeah. so this, i don't care about anything else today other than blocking this motherfucker yeah that's it yeah that's, that's it. your job yeah so that's, you know, and, and I did carry that over a little bit, right? So first guy I rolled with, I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit taller than him. I can probably outlet all this. And I didn't even get through that thought before I had gotten double-legged and taken down. And he was in mount on me, which is like the most dominant position. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is bad. This is, this is, <laughs> this has gone poorly, folks. But so it's, it's realizing it's those humbling experiences. Don't, do not come in and be afraid to be humble because it's going to happen. And it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, I do definitely like need to be humble thing. for any kind of starting whatever. I mean, uh, but still have that ego. I think you need to have the ego twenty four seven. Yes, yeah, for sure. But don't don't wake up fucking feeling sorry for yourself ever, no, ever. Yeah. That's, I mean, I feel like that even as just a man. Yeah, even if you're not competing against anybody and you're just going <clears> to take <throat> a piss. I want to be the best person pissing up at the urinal. I do. <laughs> yes, I yes. just want. I just want to. But that's the competitive that's mindset the that you have to have. That's what drives you as a competitor and yeah. as a man, right? Yeah. And that's that's something that you know. For example, when I, I went down to a tournament this year, the the Pan American tournament down in Kiss, Kissimmee, I believe, Florida. Oh yeah. I and know, yeah. going in there, you know. I bet that was cool. I bet there was, was awesome. a lot of talent. Oh, it was there. incredible. Yeah. The yeah. best in the world. Best yeah. in the world. Okay. And. I was rolling against guys that, hey, these guys are, you know, there's two probably years star old. power there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see who Nick, Nicholas Marangali won the won the absolute division. He's a black belt. He's incredible. Uh, saw uh, Roberto Cyborg Abreu, who's just an absolute legend in jiu-jitsu. I mean, if his nickname Cyborg. Oh, he's a <laughs> oh my god! You should watch videos of him. He's like terrifying. I try to emulate him a lot because we're kind of. What was his name? Uh, Nick Cyborg. Yeah, what? Cyborg Abreu. If you just Abreu. look up Cyborg Cyborg Abreu, I'm gonna put that into my watch later. So. Yep, Cyborg Abreu. Cyborg Abreu. Damn, that's crazy. And then Nicholas Marigali <clears throat> is is another really good one. Hmm. So so whenever you go to these tournaments, they. You said they kind of go up one belt sometimes. If you're a wrestler, right? Oh, so if you're, if you're a, wrestler. a wrestler, if you have collegiate wrestling experience, you're forced to sign up for the blue belt division as a white belt. Okay. But so. then once you get a blue belt, then you can compete in blue. I believe you can yeah. comp- compete in blue belt. Yeah. So then how did you face off with some of these guys in Florida then? Were you... So I... Yeah. So my first match, I ended up winning on what's called an advantage. We both basically just fought for grips the entire time. I was able to use a little bit of judo... Mm-hmm. and hit a throw it was kind of sloppy but he fell down 
we both stood right back up. Neither one of them got a got a uh, neither one of us got a good position, so I didn't get my points. But I took him down. I, it was a near takedown. I got an advantage, and mm-hmm. then we literally just fought grips the rest of the time, hmm. and and tried to work stuff, and and that's how I won on that. So then, yeah. unfortunately, because I hadn't competed in an IBJJF tournament. Uh, this was your first first one. First IBJJF. There's you got like IBJJF. There's a bunch of different like associations and stuff you could, that do tournaments. Yeah. IBJJF is like the big one. Your pans, your worlds. That's that's who puts those hmm. on. So I was the bottom seed in my bracket. My next match is against the the one seed. Oh lord. And you know did good. The, he he pressured into me the entire time. Uh, he had a, had an amazing base. I couldn't offset his base at all. And uh, he ended up getting me with a double leg and got into side control, got my frames and everything that I needed to do. And then I went to try to do kind of an escape. And it's where you press them off you with your frames, you shoot your hand underneath and you spin yourself out underneath them. Well, I got my hand out and I paused. Yeah. And when I went to spin, he knew it was coming. So he plopped down. And this is a big dude. This is a big dude. Obviously, I'm a big dude. So we're yeah. going to be in the, the big guy brackets. But when he plopped down, he kind of controlled one arm, controlled my other arm, and he basically what he did was smothered me with his with his gi and everything like that. So I couldn't. So I ended up tapping to him. But uh, that was a frustrating one because I didn't really get to show anything. Like I'd been working on a lot of stuff and didn't get to show anything. But at the same it's, time, like it's a big week, tournament. It is. It's a huge yeah. tournament. And Florida, the fact I mean, that I, I went down Florida. there, yeah, the fact yeah. that I went down there and won is a victory in itself. Mm. Not no pun intended. But <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, and that, and I, that was good for me, right? We talk about that perseverance and we talk about that kind of mindset. Literally a week before, right? I was down at my land. I was helping my dad trim some trees and I messed up my back, right? So the Sunday before I went down, I couldn't, I couldn't like even get out of the chair. I spent the entire day in the chair on the heating pad. It's an old football injury that I had mm. that I dealt with that actually ended my career there. And I'm like, oh my God. This is like I'm not gonna be able to compete. Yeah, so you're that's probably it. thinking you're done. Yeah, for the, like, at least for it. the weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm not I'm not going down to Florida because I, I don't have flights. I'm driving down there, so I'm like, oh my god, I'm done. You know, luckily, shout out Jackie <laughs> Robley. I've got the best massage therapist this side of the Mississippi. She <laughs> yeah. got me right. Shout out Dr. Ethan Harbert. Uh, yeah, oh chiropractor. yeah. Hey, big shout outs. Yeah, big shout outs. Oh yes. man, whenever you can find a good chiropractor and a good massage. Oh my god, Ethan Harbert's good. I, I will recommend him. Yeah. Oh Seriously, man, it's something crazy. Like and, it's voodoo. And, I don't know what it they ain't do. nothing like like that your significant other can do for you. It's literally like those people dedicate their yes. that's, find them that's, pressure points. That's, that's their jujitsu. That's their yes. cycling. That's yes. that's it. That's what yes. they do, man. Absolutely, and they are artists at that too. They, in, that's technique. That's a technique thing too. Absolutely. Who's, who's the massage therapist here? Jackie Robley. She uh, does them in Assumption. So okay. right up there, right there by the brewery. I might, I might drive out there because you might you know, get a hold of her. Man. Man. Get a hold of her. She's got a big. after a cycle. Yes, man. They can use. She'll take care of you, man. She's she is so good. She breaks that blade out. And you Ooh. are, and I mean, I'm talking, you are gripping the table, white uh, knuckles. And she's like, I'm sorry, but I, hey, do it, do it. Keep going. You're probably Everybody thinking. needs that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which I, I have horrible tight hammies. It's ridiculous. But anyway, so they worked me over and they got me ready. I drove down to Florida. It was like 14 hours. Was able to stay loose, able to compete. Didn't hinder me at all. So yeah, that was just, that's, but talk about, again, that perseverance mindset. That's, that's, that how did you handy. feel afterwards? I because I'm extremely hard on myself, and that if you ask any of my jujitsu teammates, they're going to tell you that like I, it doesn't matter how good I do, like I'm going to find one little thing to be pissed about. Yeah, I was upset because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put on a show. I don't want to say I don't even want to say it that way. I didn't go down there and display any really good techniques. Okay, I won on a sloppy judo throw my one match that I won. Okay, and the next one I got smother tapped, which is kind of like a pride thing, like you shouldn't get smother tapped, but. Anyway, yeah. So tell us what a smother tap is. So it's basically where, like, if I if if I were to get you down, Rob, I'm a big dude. I could get you in like a north south, control your arms, control your hips, and everything to where you couldn't move out. And basically, my stomach, my chest. You're just gonna, on me. I'm just on you, yeah. and I'm just mm. smothering you. And okay, you, yeah. so it's just over with. Yeah. Like he has complete control of you. Dead weight on top of you. There are some things that I could have done. So that makes sense why it's called a smother tap. There are some things I probably could have done if I didn't panic and if I already wasn't kind of gassed from my last match. Not to make excuses, but just kind of thinking through afterwards. Um, there's probably some things I could have tried, but I immediately, as soon as he dropped down, realized. And, and that's, that's a crazy thing, too. 
Like you've got to realize you'll get to points where you're like, oh, I, I literally can't breathe. Like if I wanted to breathe right, like if I tried, I couldn't breathe right now. Yeah. Like you got to get comfortable in those situations because there are times where there's things you can do to get out of that that will save you in the match. And I, I, I was not able to, well, not able to overcome that initial panic. It's weird the different levels of perseverance that you can go through, mm-hmm. you know, because today I rode uh, Loop Lake Shelbyville yep. for the first time ever, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I love it. I'll, I'll do it forever now. Yeah. Um, going out of Shelbyville, I felt fast. I mean, I was riding hard. Yep. I mean, I'm probably going 20, easy, yep. downhill. It felt like I was downhill the whole way. The wind was to my back. Uh, make it to, like, through the campgrounds and to Finley and on my way back. I have a five-mile-per-hour headwind. And five mile per hour headwinds, like probably the least I've ever ridden in. Yeah, I've ridden an 18, 20 mile per hour headwind, and I'm like, ooh, this is setting the personal records. Then this is bad. Five mile per hour headwind going back, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I make it halfway, and I'm like, you've done worse. I don't know, man. You've you've definitely overcome worse. That's what. Yeah, you always gotta think of. And that was my thing. I was like. I've done 18. I could do five you, yes. easily. So yes. I just gear down and I just keep going. Especially around Lake Decatur there and them headwinds are coming off the of Perseverance oh is crazy, man. Oh, my God. Like whenever you're in it and you're half, like over halfway through something, you're just like, I just got to keep going. And I, I tell you what, going. if you're an athlete like that, right, if you if you cycle, if you do jiu-jitsu, I don't care what you do, right, listen to those guys like Jocko, like David Goggins, those kind of guys that are that are all over the place. And you just like – I will literally be – dead tired in a jiu-jitsu match and hear David Goggins' voice in my head screaming some sentences that I don't really want to repeat right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, obscenities. Yeah, yes. Some, yeah. some, some obscenities. And, uh, and then it really, it literally like kicks me into another gear. It, yes. It's, it's yes. Goggins is a good one, man. I love Goggins. Like too. Goggins, so he, awesome. he will make you up. channel some stuff. <laughs> he like will. some stuff you don't even understand that you have. Yeah. And it'll be like, I got it. And I listen, I saw it. this animation thing on Twitter the other day, and it was of Elon Musk and a bunch of people. They were like, gentlemen, we're going to be the first humans on Mars. <laughs> and Musk steps out, looks around, and in the distance you can see uh, something running up on him. And he's like, oh, my God, what is this? And it's David Goggins. And he goes, it's about time you MFers got here. It's about time. <laughs> and he's just, just yelling, just yeah. screaming at the top of his lungs. He goes, and, and and he starts running off, and Joe Rogan, who's also in the animation, goes, Goggins, where are you going? He goes, I'm going to Jupiter. I'll see you MFers there. <laughs> and, oh, I laughed so hard because that, that is That is so Goggins. That is 100% Goggins. So I think you, sh- you shared that. I did watched I, it. I, I laughed my ass <laughs> off. If anybody doesn't know who Goggins is, he he's like, he's like, I mean, he's the baddest MFer like ever former, that I've ever Former heard. military, I don't know. Was he SEAL? Was I he, think he was a SEAL. I think he was and a SEAL. And he like ran till his like feet fell off and then yes. like he did like pull-ups until he dislocated his shoulders. Yes. Like he's, I think he's still the pull-up world uh, record holder. I believe it. I, believe I think it. so. I think SEALs are more badass than the Rangers in my opinion. That's just know. my opinion. Though. There's nothing to be taken from any of those dudes. No. Oh, Rangers, I wouldn't want to. Seals that, don't matter. Their mindset, whatever, yeah, but for sure, the SEALs yeah. are just a different breed in my opinion. Absolutely. I don't I don't know. That's just what I view on the military wise, but and that's I like Jocko a lot too. Jocko actually has his own uh, his own company that uh, sells like jiu-jitsu gear, Origin. And uh, it's so cool, man. I'm going to I'm going to try to get one for my birthday. Uh, it's either a gi or a rash guard or whatever where everything is 100% sourced and made in America. Hmm. I'm talking like the cotton for the ghee is yeah. grown in America. It's all 110% in America, and that's it's awesome. I think I've seen people, like it's the, they have like fishing too? too. Yeah. Fish Who's okay. that, Jocko? Yes. yes. I want to buy his boots. I wish, he had a, I wish he had an all black pair of boots that I could wear at work. Because I want to buy Jocko's boots. I I want to buy it too, man. Have and you I'll seen his it. boots? I don't. I haven't seen the his boots. His boots but... are expensive. Does he have steel but... toe? Yes, he does. I'll look into them. Uh, yeah. They're expensive, but I guarantee they're going to last you. So I I did a little did a little research here. It was 2013. Goggins broke the Guinness World Records for uh, most pull-ups in a 24-hour period. Four thousand and thirty. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I can do about 
I could probably do 100 in maybe 24 days. I don't know that I've done 10 my entire life. <laughs> if I'm being honest, right? I mean, you know. Pull-ups are a different mindset. If oh, you want to try to build muscle. You know what's crazy is like pull-ups pull is pull where it's at. everything for you. You like, even use your legs when you're doing yes. pull-ups. Like yes. I feel like you might have sex better if you do I think believe it 100%. It's a possibility. Like People, seriously, like I feel like it's a libido uh, like producer. Like I feel like you probably can raise your SAT score and ACT score two points if you do <laughs> if, a lot of pull-ups. I think squats and, and pull-ups. I'm telling you right now, and I mean this 100% correct, if you can do 100 pull-ups, you should have a perfect credit score. You, you That's should. I, I feel like it too. Yeah. You should be able to get pull-ups, whatever you want, yeah. loan pull-ups whatever you want. Pull-ups are like Wu-Tang. Yeah, they are not to be fucked with. <laughs> they are not to be fucked with. 100%, man. I'm into that. But let's segue into something else here. Yeah, uh, I sure. want to talk to you about something. Yes. Okay. So this is what I wanted little, to segue. Me and you have a little something in common. Okay. This is a big Maybe a comedy. little bit of a skeleton arm. I don't know how much we want to talk about this, it's though. Okay. But we'll talk and we'll riff a little He bit, needs okay? to let this out, too. He needs no, to let this out. I need to let this out. out. MLB the show. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, you think you're bad. He's just as bad, too. I'm just as bad I as you. I hate it. I hate it because it's a job. It's a I job. I hate it because it's a job. This year, I've fallen off really hard. I fall off every year really hard. Let me About tell you what why. time. Usually, so I would usually get through probably the first maybe four innings. Okay. Right when they used to do the inning yeah, programs. Yeah, yeah. I, would get I like that. The, I like that. I like that, too. I like it better than and what. Sports. However... They did this year. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the sets. So I'm not a fan of the sets. Don't, don't like the like sets, it. man. It's su- such a grind. Yeah, and I mean, like, I completed the first set and got Babe Ruth, only to find out Babe Ruth is sucked. Dog, <laughs> dog water. <laughs> yeah. To put it lightly, I did. I did end up going far enough to get I Chipper the, Jones. Though, so. I wanted the Trey Turner and the Tripper Jones. That's yes. literally yes. all I wanted. Yes. I never made it. I literally, uh, I got through the like, however many uh, rank seasons. Yep. Like games or whatever. It literally does not matter how good or bad you are. It's such a scripted and shit game. It's awful. It doesn't matter. If you play well, it doesn't matter you're going to get screwed. If you play bad, it doesn't matter you're going to win. Let me tell you my overall gripe with MLB The Show. And this is my overall gripe with competitive games in general and why I think for my own mental health and for all this other stuff that I'm trying to do, I'm going to probably end up giving it up soon. Okay. I come home from work, work an eight-hour day. I by no means have a difficult job. I don't want to put it that way. But I, you know, I come home and, and yeah. from work. I want to sit down and play some ranked seasons, right? Just relax, not get too worked up. There is no relax. There is no. There is yeah. no. Because what you're going to do, the first game you get into is going to be some 10-year-old kid who has his dad's credit card, who has <laughs> Parallel 5 Bob Gibson, yeah. and he's playing on a gaming monitor, and I'm sitting 10 feet away from my TV with horrible relaxing relaxing in my recliner and i'm getting like no perfect game by bob gibson through seven and two thirds and then all of a sudden i hit one my one perfect perfect that i hit with a 125 power babe ruth and it's a warning track fly out yeah let me tell you right now let me tell you right now i broke a controller over that situation i would too god broken too I've, I've broken more than that over my MLB career. My MLB show so career. in 2017, I put approximately $2,500 on <laughs> worth of stubs on there. Yeah. That was whenever Pac Rippin was crazy. Yeah. Like you didn't pull diamonds in no. 2017, 2018. Yeah. They, they upped those Pac Rippin's then. Yeah. So if I were to put $2,500 on today, which you, I never fucking will ever no, again no, because no. I'm, I'm a, an adult. I have You're a mortgage. <laughs> I have, I have responsibilities. You know, I'm working on a family and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'll never do that again. It would be a lot better bank for my buck. But back then it was like, dude, you I'm, don't have a, choice. I'm eventually going to pull that nice diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, fuck them kids. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I, I, won't, I don't know the specific number. I put a good number. I, I put a good amount of money in, I believe was an MLB 20 that had Mickey Mantle as like the collection. Yeah. Boss. Okay. Yeah. I put a, a decent amount of money to get to that. That's a good card, too. It's a great card. After 20 ranked season games, I was batting 143 with him. Yeah, it's not okay. And then I stopped. And that's when I stopped. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be the guy that sits there and goes out and buys this gaming monitor and all no. this extra stuff and a gaming setup. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to come home, and I just want to play. You know what my favorite thing to do is now? Road to the show. I play a lot of Road to the show. Yeah. I enjoy it. That, that's where I'm at now, too, because... Ranked seasons is such a fluke. Yeah. It's such what's... a fluke. And I've been saying that 
ranked seasons, which is the online play yes, for this is, yeah. It's, okay. a, it's the online play for Diamond Dynasty, which is like where you rip the packs and oh, you where you can spend team. all the money. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, build yeah. your team off of like Programs. different tiers of cards. Yep, so you yep. can grind for cards and so on and so forth. I gotcha. It is such <clears throat> a fluke because the game is so busted. Yeah, like they haven't improved their game at all. Since it came out in 2016, it is the, it is almost the exact same game. The the the, the, the engine, yes, yeah, absolutely. They they've changed some things out, right, with like, the PCI like stuff. Madden, I like that. Madden is such a better game than what it was whenever it first came out with the Madden Ultimate Team. Yes. Than MLB the Show is now. Yes. So they're grabbing our money. They're doing all this shit, and they're putting bums on the cover of the. The, the game. <laughs> they Jazz Chisholm. Jazz really? Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm. <laughs> What's he hitting this year? 230. Is he even, I thought he's hurt. Isn't he hurt? It's the let curse. Me, if you me, get on the, me, the cover, me, it's the uh, curse, man. Oh, I, can, I can stuff. tell you right now, I'm so glad Jalen Hurts didn't get put on the cover of Madden. Oh. I, I, it was a giant relief yeah. for me that Jalen The big Hurts Eagles guy right here. Big, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Skull Vikings on the... Yeah. So, oh, well, you know. You know, it's fluke. He won't be Come on. I don't think he's a fluke. Jazz He's just talking I think he got hurt really early on, didn't he? Madden, a whole 229. Oh, my God. Look at with, him go. With seven homers. Hey, that's better oh than me. Good thing he's a cover athlete. Yeah, exactly. Better than me. I will say with his With a 0.0 card- war. Oh. I will say his his card in MLB shows decent. You pair him at it the is. top of the lineup with Ricky Henderson, and you're stealing every – Oh, my A single is a triple every time. I loved uh, – <clears throat> That's why it's a game. That Ricky yeah. Henderson card. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. MLB The Show. So, Jazz so has stay, played 39 games. MLB The Show. So far – I'm a big Fortnite guy. That's what I do. I like forts. I like Fortnite. Here's the thing about forts. Like, I feel like you can really kind of compete on forts. You You can. can. You can now. The zero build. With zero build. Yes. Yes. I I was in the original Fortnite swing where it was really cool to post every one of your dubs on your Snapchat story. (laughs) That was like, I was a part of that. It was a different type of dub, though. It was. It was a real dub. It was a real dub. It was a sweaty dub. dub. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And when, and I'm telling you, I remember vividly my first dub in Fortnite, and I'm like, Leaned oh up God. in my chair, palms sweating. I like ran down my dorm room hall and yelled <laughs> when I actually did it. Like it was incredible. My first solo dub. Yeah, ever. it was a real deal. It was. It was. What? So me and my cousin actually got a dub on build mode the other night. We didn't build a single structure. <laughs> That's like making it to World Series in rank, rank seasons. In yeah. The show. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And it's uh, it's an almost yeah. improbable. If group. you're if you're a a non build guy and you win a build mode. Retire. Yeah, honestly, dude, <laughs> that's never why. I'm never playing build mode ever again. Uninstall. Zero build go. is the way to go, though. I, it is. Zero build saved that game. Especially yes. the way that they're making these creative maps now where users or players, they can make their own maps. I, I think Fortnite's going to be something I don't think here. it's ever going to go away. It I shouldn't. Think, I think it reached such a peak whenever it was at its dude, peak. it's a free game. It yeah. is. Exactly. Exactly. Right? I mean, but they're making money get, hand over fist with all the all, with all the stuff that you can buy. You literally get yes. bang for your buck yes. just by downloading the game. You can live – that's the few games. like us who are MLB The Show players, oh, like I, I feel obligated. I'm like – well, stub gotta, sale? I oh, gotta, it's 30% off stubs? Yeah. I better get $60 I, worth. I paid $70 for the game. I had to had to play the game. Yes. I mean, I paid for it. That right there. I'm so glad you said that line. What I started this off with, that's what, every year that I start playing MLB The Show, that's why I quit it. Because it literally becomes like a job. Nice. I literally get home and I'm like, man, I'd like to go out and mow the yard, but guess what? There's a new Team Affinity season out. I've got to grind through all the Team Affinity moments to make sure I'm... And some of the Team Affinities, like this year with the captains and stuff, like, it's so pointless. Like, Kyle Hendricks, I'm grinding for Kyle Hendricks. Fuck you. Exactly. I hate hate the captains. Ian Happ, I'm grinding for an 87 Ian Happ. That'll never see my lineup. That will never see my lineup unless I'm trying to grind through the seat. Yeah, exactly. We got to get off this topic. Like, my blood pressure is... Okay. So, I was was going to ask you another thing. You're, uh, You're a football coach. I am. I am. Yeah. So my my uh, my my first year here, I'm coaching at Painter High School, alma mater. Uh, I think is it still alma mater for high school? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I said it with a lot of confidence. No, that's what I would have called it. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Coach Higgins invited me onto the staff. Uh, I, I can't even begin to express the honor that that is. I love Coach Higgins as a coach. He's, a, he's an incredible coach. He's an incredible man. Glad mm-hmm. to be on the staff and, and helping out in any way I can. So, you know, I had kind of a sour ending with football, right? I was I was struggling with injury my entire se- you know senior year. Really, the mental health issues, not issues, but like you start having issues up here. It was yeah. there. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, man, I just got to get away from the game. 
I got to get away from the game. That's that's what I had to do. So, you know, I took a, took a few years hiatus, didn't really do anything, just kind of stayed and watched from afar. And then, you know, these last, probably last year or so, really, it's been like, okay, I've got to do something, right? Like, I've got got this knowledge of what it takes to succeed at the second level or the next level, right? I've got to get out there. I, I don't want all that to go to waste. And by the time my kid gets in high school, yeah. then try to coach. No, I don't want to do that. So yeah, keep keep it up, keep it fresh. Got to keep sure. it up, keep it sharp. Absolutely. So I've you know started start ask or text Coach Higgins over the summer. I was like, hey man, I'd, I'd love to join the staff. I know you got some openings, so I'd love to come on and be an O line D line coach. And yeah, oh, like yeah. I said, very, very honored that he that he invited me on the staff. It's cool. That it's is good. good. Yeah, it, and it is good. It, it's good. It's it's, it's it, something different to help out like like the youth. Yes, like absolutely. Form that, and you don't even really understand what you're doing for them until they are even done with football, right? And then they'll come back and be like, "Hey, man, yeah, like thanks for showing you, me that." You might have been the only move, father right. figure that they had, or right, only you're positive right. male role model yeah. that they had, or whatever. You're you're one hundred percent right. It's crazy, and it is. you know my my thing is right. I have my goals that I want my offensive line to achieve, um, as far as you know what we do on the field and that and the other. But at the end of the day, right. If if at the end of their careers, if they come back, they have a positive outlook on me. They feel like they can come to me for anything they need. Man, that's that's, yeah. that's all I need. Oh, yeah. If I get if I if one kid wants to go and play at the next level, and I help them achieve that goal, it's all worth it, right? Yeah, there. that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's that's that's, cool. that's it. So yeah, what's uh what are they looking like? So this is your first year, right? Yeah. So this is my first year. Still learning a lot of the guys. You know, like yeah. I said, I've, I very much watched from as it from a distance these last few years. So I'm still learning a lot of the guys' names and everything. But and uh, They got their camps coming July, right? So, yeah. So the the, the big camps is coming in July. Uh, we kind of started last week uh, <clears throat> with, with, like, some summer, just some off-season yeah. stuff. So it was good to get around those guys. I realized last Monday when we had, like, our first weights and then camp session that, like, oh, man, like, I – I miss this. Yeah. I, like, I, this is where I'm supposed to be. And maybe that's where it's going to, you know, get you off of the, the video games or, you know. That's the, exactly. Yes. And, I mean, that's good to have some kind of crazy side growing up, ain't it? It, it, it is. It really is. It's insane. It's it, it gets you going. And, I mean, I like having little side gigs after job. Like like you say, you work eight hours and yeah. you feel stressed. When you get home, you just want to relax. But maybe we do need to have some kind of, you know, side job or just or it just, it. just it's a hobby, an outlet right yeah, yeah it's just an outlet. An outlet. and i can tell you right now so i i recently left adm i was an environmental engineer at adm went over to the sanitary district of decatur and now i'm working there yeah it's night and day difference like i'm much more or less I've stressed over there a lot of good things about shout out to big deck yes yes oh, for yeah. sure hey the city of decatur well i guess you're not in Macon county though but no. i mean we we're always looking for somebody so yeah but I was, I've like, I, I love my job now. It's extremely, you know, I don't come home with near the amount of stress. But it's still, it's still a job. You still stress about yeah. things. So, but I can tell you right now that when I was working at ADM and all stressed out and everything like that, you know, having jujitsu and everything, oh, it's been incredible. Yes, it's, I'm sure it was. It was awesome. And now you've come to love football again too. So now I mean, I've come to love football again. Absolutely, that's good. Awesome to be able to riff with somebody who has that type of background, different background about like jujitsu and stuff, like yeah, stuff that we don't know about. Yeah. I'm, you no can clue. sit here and you can go on about your passion. And that's, and, and, and that's literally what our show is, is like yes, being yes. able to turn it over to you. It's yeah. Gruber's podcast. We like it's our you, podcast, but we'll ask we, you want questions. To, we want to make it about Gruber. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. want you to talk. Want you to and I hate talking about myself, but, yeah. you know, for, no, for me. And we're that way too. My, You know, I told I told my, my coach and, and the gym owner, I'm like, listen, man, I'm going to go on here. I'm going to do my best to make everybody on the, pot, on the the in the gym look as good as I can. If I do nothing else for this gym, I'm going to be a good representative for it. So for sure, yeah. And, and I can't, again, I can't even put it into words like – just the great people we have at that gym and how much it has changed my life in just a year's time. Like it's incredible, man. Mm-hmm. I, and I, and I just, I would love everybody to experience it. I think everybody should try it. Cause I yeah. think it's, I think it has. I, lasting I definitely will. I would, I would try it. Yeah. Once I get back to 100% off this shoulder injury. Yeah. I was going to say, would, you just injured the wing there. Yeah. I'm feeling good, man. Like good. I said, I cycled today, 34 miles. I rode, I rode a good, probably 120 this week. Yeah. And I feel awesome. That's I feel awesome. really good. But I'm gonna riff a little bit. Get I'm, gonna get get a little, I'm gonna get a little nasty. I'm gonna get a little uncut. Read a couple things about Call of Duty this week that I didn't care for, and uh, oh yeah, I know. I just want to. I just want to say where our podcast is, what we stand for. Yeah, well, uh, we kind of talked about it last week. What I kind of stand for, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for this one. Okay, here we go. Because I want to get passion a little bit. Yeah. Oh lord, here we go. He's breathing heavy. Uh, <laughs> we stand for the veterans. 
the first responders, the fucking public service workers. We stand for coaches, teachers, yeah. all the people that are representing this country. And if you don't uh, represent veterans, Veterans Day and Memorial Day, don't listen to the podcast. Right. That's that's the way that I feel. Yeah. If and I'm, I mean, I, everybody knows I'm conservative. You're a conservative. Well, I'm, doesn't it really doesn't matter? But all in all, we're Americans, and uh, my grandparents, great grandparents, all fought for this shit so that we could protest this, do whatever we want. But as far as the people like that are the capitalist people that represent Call of Duty and the big corporations that are saying that we shouldn't uh, represent veterans. I can't stand with that. Why even make the game? That's what I'm the not going to play Call of Duty ever again. Yeah, I just no. uh, I quit playing it because there's that. money grabbers. I mean, they don't uh, give two shits about anything. Else. Most of the most of the game people are money grabs now. That's all I, I just, just I like can't stand for that. If you're not going to stand up for veterans, first responders, police, firemen, EMTs. I just I can't do that. Yeah, I, and I, and Rob, I'm right there with I'm, you. I'm, right, I'm, so. I'm not going to put my kitty gloves on for this one. I'm not going to play safe. Yeah. If you don't want to listen to me, if you want to cancel don't. me, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I feel like you that's, should. That's you my should stance. have your opinion. Your stance is my not everybody. Stance. That's why I love the country. It's, and the reason that we are here today is because our grandfathers and our grandfathers' grandfathers fought for for this shit today exactly. to be here to have your opinion so if you want to kneel you want to not say the pledge you want to have whatever perspective you want it's what our grandfathers fought for but yes. i don't support it right so i mean I, i'm i'm in the same boat man you know like i, I never served in the military I, I went a different route like with football and everything i had i've had family that served um in, in every way i can i'm going to support veterans any you know every eagles salute to service piece like i'm buying all that memorabilia how much that actually helps i don't know but like that's like i i'm i'm gonna be a military supporter because like you said at the end of the day if it's not for those men and women those men and women who take time out of their lives who give their lives mm -hmm. to support this country and protect this country you can argue all you want about if they're in the in the places they're they're in for the right reasons whatever so that's a whole nother yeah. that's a whole nother can of worms it is at the end of the day these men and these women decided that they're going to put their lives on the line to ensure that we have the freedoms that we take advantage of today. It, it doesn't matter. I don't know why this has to be a political issue. It should. Why does it have to be, to be it a political issue? It doesn't need that's to be, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't we, know. That, that's where we went wrong. We became a... It it's became because no one talk about it if it's a political issue. It, that's it became why fanatical. It became Republican, Democrat. Didn't need to be. No, it shouldn't The be. thing is, to be Republican, Democrat... To go our separate ways or whatever. The two parties. We fought wars. We fought wars to get there. Yes. We don't need to do. We this. don't need division. No. We really don't. No. And there's not. And I hate to say this. There's. There's not anybody in the government right now that I can see that is no. calling for that. They'll say. They will say that they. Well, they're going to buy votes. Yes. They'll yeah, buy whatever. They'll, they'll they do say. that. But really, at the end of the day, who out there is actually coming together and saying no? Let's 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 forget. Let's anybody. forego all this division. Let's forego all this. All this cancel culture stuff from both sides now. From both sides now. It is. Now. It's, yeah. It's from both sides it's now. Bad. As much as I hate to say that, it is. But let's forego all that and let's work together to build a united America. I think we are not the United States anymore. Now we are the states of America. That's all we are. I think we're talking so about divided. Gruber 2028 no, or 2028 no, no. here. here. I, I, am, I I've kept happening. it extremely professional on this podcast because <laughs> I'm a representative of the school now. Like, I want to I yeah, make sure crazy, that like, I'm. Like, yes, I always want to say, like, up, I've been want, wanting to say this ever since uh, last week, actually. So last week, I was asked what I do for a profession. I said I'm a correctional officer. I want to say that my opinions and thoughts do not represent the Absolutely. Department of Corrections. And what I say shouldn't necessarily reflect what the Department of Corrections means. I'm a person. I work for the Department of Corrections. And I'm, I'm a professional whenever I'm on duty. Absolutely. Just like Gruber is a professional whenever he's on doing his coaching thing and working. Kyle's a professional whenever he's working for the city. It, so we are all adults and professionals. Yeah. We know how to handle ourselves. Yeah. And it's whether our opinions that, correlate with the government or don't or whatever's in. I mean, I don't. It's good to have your own opinion. Yes. Yeah, you you shouldn't sure. be scared and, to have your own and opinion. And that's another thing. My grand, grandparent, my, my great grandfather, my grandfather's grandfather fought for that yeah. for me to have my own opinion. Yes, absolutely. And if and if and, and if I were to be a sheep, 
my great grandfather would be pissed. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought that up, right? Because and this is this is something to me that is deeply, deeply disturbing. <clears throat> this idea now that and I understand moving away from traditional roles and things like that in society. I, I'm good with that. However, it seems that there's an attack on the idea that men are meant to be the protectors of their family. It's a big attack right now. There's yeah. an attack on that. But right? it's not false. It's not false. No, it's not And false. let me tell you why. Women, women see, by nature, women seek out an alpha that is going to be a protector of them. And it's most likely, as weird as this is going to sound, it's going to be like a kind of a reflection of their dad. Yes, that's because, true. 100%. Because they've known their dad as a protector. As, as the protector. Uh, protector of them forever until they get that man that is going to be their protector, their husband, their the father of their children, so on and so forth. It's literally nature. Yes. Nature. I mean, so, this goes back to us being primates, animals, whatever. Yes. Nomads. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, let me give you a peek behind the curtain to the football team, right? What I want my offensive linemen to adopt, if they do nothing else, if they, if they do nothing else, they need to adopt the protector mindset. When they're on the field, when they sign up, and when they play as a Painted Panther offensive lineman, they take an oath that all the work that they do and everything they do on the field will be in the protection of their brothers. Period. End of story. That's what they do. Yeah. And I want that to be the, the mindset that they have because they can then translate that off the field when their playing career is done. Into their personal life, yeah. When you become a father, when you become a husband, when you – whatever – that's the mindset that you have. I Everything you do. <clears throat> and that kind of goes and back to what I was saying, that you're playing a bigger role than you even realize. Yes. The, I recognize. The role of <clears throat> you're the, the positive male role model. You're maybe not, you're not even trying to be the father figure. Not, no. But you might be. You don't know I these kids' lives, I recognize man. that there are kids there that don't get told this. I was extremely fortunate to have a father and that, is that, so that, cool, that instilled man. that in me that is early so cool. on. And I, that's something that has served me well my entire life. And let me bring this back around to jiu-jitsu real quick. Yeah. That's why I'm still in jiu-jitsu. I mentioned earlier, I said I had some troubles because I was struggling. I'm a competitive guy, and I lost for a long time, mm -hmm. very long time. I, I really struggled with that and what i did was i saw this quote on facebook okay and really what it does it embodies the idea of the protector mindset okay it said when your family comes to you in the case of emergency and they break that glass you are responsible for what they find behind the glass you and you alone mm -hmm. if you're a fat out of shape slob who knows nothing of protecting himself or his family that's your fault yeah. You failed them. So that's my mindset, right? Mm -hmm. I, everything I do <clears throat> is to build and to protect my family. And if they ever come and have to break that glass, if they ever need that. I, God, I hope they never do. I yeah. hope they never do. By no means am I going out and looking for it. But if that but day if ever comes, comes to you, if that day ever yeah. comes, brother, I'm going to fight like the third monkey on Noah's Ark and it's starting to rain. <laughs> that's another great quote. I do like that one. That yeah, is no, I, I definitely feel that, man. Like, but that's like, a controversial like thing I always, nowadays. I always, it, it is. Uh, it's really attack on the family, to be it honest. Is, it's, it, is. it is part of the father. The father figure is part of the family, but the family is being attacked, and that's the and greatest. Let me, let me say this, too. Let me say this, too. <clears throat> because, and this is a, an, an opportunity I was afforded by playing football. Women can hold that same role. They I can. cannot tell you the amount of strong, just incredible yeah. mothers that I have met Honestly, I think women are more strong than men because oh, they birth oh, they sure can. Maybe, so, maybe not physically, like, maybe not like no. Like, but I feel like women wise, women have just like a grasp on things that 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 men yeah. don't. Yes. Like uh, especially feelings wise. Oh yeah. And I'm not trying to get super sensitive, but no. I mean, I know that I can go with go to my mom for anything. Right. I can go yeah. to my wife for anything that I can't go to my mom to, and anything that I can't go to my wife with, I can go to my mom to. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And They're the light of life. That's how I always look at them. I mean, I'm good. We with... were not here without women. No, right, exactly. Facts. It's, it's it's not. There's no. There's no denying that at all. Mm -mm. And I'm we, okay. We were. The... We learned some of our best qualities for women too. Exactly. Cleanliness. Yes. You know how to cook. Shit like that. How many times did you shower a week if you didn't have a wife? Oh, over God. under. Over under three and a half. I like showers. Though. Under three and a half. 
Yeah. Under three and a half. I would agree with I shower twice I do a like, day. I like showers, but I probably do. I like way. feeling clean, but under three and a half. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Like I'm existing. Yeah. I'm literally, without a wife, I'm fucking existing. Yeah. For sure. I agree 100%. So, Gruber, tell us about your podcast a little more. Yeah. So the Advertising, what you do, what your challenges are. Yeah. The Hay Show, man. It, it's If you're interested in MMA and grappling or anything like that, they cover all sorts of... Uh, also, all the leagues, PFL, UFC, obviously, all this stuff. Oh, One that's FC. cool. So all all the MMA stuff, they'll 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 talk about that. Uh, grappling in general, so jujitsu question related questions and stuff. It, it's it's great, man. We'll do watch alongs every once in a while of different One FC events, things that are <clears throat> the listeners can actually use to to you know get basically that next level of you know you hear the commentary on these fights and everything. But, you know, especially these jujitsu heavy fights, it's like, okay, what's this guy doing right here? What does he need to do? It's like those technique breakdowns and stuff like that. I feel like that. it hmm. covers the things for guys like Kyle and I, like, that don't actually oh, know yes. what's going on. Yeah. It's so, 100% so be, meant for, like, I'll have to show you that. you wanting to get into it, I feel like that would be yeah. a good thing to start listening to. And, and I'll, hearing, I'll listen to it just because I like... I like listening to it like a nice organic podcast anyways. Yeah, it, sure. it's, it's especially about things that I don't podcast. know about. Yeah. And and they do some cool they do some cool segments every once in a while that aren't jujitsu related. My favorite <clears throat> is where you have to do like a mock sales pitch for something. So like I hate the Cincinnati Reds. Don't like them. <laughs> okay. I hate them. Ever since I believe it was Castellanos flexed over Jake Woodford at the home at home plate on opening yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> like hang an effing banner, dude. Like get out of here. I hate them. So when I did the, the episode down in Florida, I had to do a positive sales pitch for the Cincinnati Reds. And it was interesting. It was a good one. So, but they do segments like that and stuff that, that, that aren't necessarily jiu-jitsu related. But, yeah, it's, it's hmm. jiu-jitsu content and all that. It's literally, though, it's meant for beginners, right? They say it in the intro. We're a, we're a podcast that's, you know, meant for beginners by, by beginners. And, well, we got one expert. But, yeah, you know, that, that's, what, that's what this is for. Would they ever be interested? Maybe like a future show, maybe try to get a couple of them guys on? I think, I think yeah. I think if we, if we wanted yeah. to have a jiu-jitsu version cool. of this, yeah, of this oh podcast, right, so I think it would be cool. Just just a whole episode, I want to say something yeah. about Cincinnati real quick. Oh, God. We went to a Reds game last July, Teddy and I, yeah. my wife. Uh, she's a Cardinals fan. So yep. you guys would probably riff it up real nice. Oh yeah, uh, great American, great American ballpark, really cool ballpark. Cincinnati, nice town. You you should go. It's I've been awesome. out to I've it's been cool. out to Sandusky, Ohio, over yeah. there for. Uh, like, it's a drive, yes, but it's it is. well worth a weekend. Yeah, yeah. I like it's Columbus. So cool. Really cool. Yeah. Columbus is nice. Yeah. Youngstown's nice. Cincinnati's really nice. I right, tell too. you what, the uh, the Ohio Board of of uh, what is it like travel or not travel. What am I trying to say? The Ohio Board oh, of uh, uh, Tourism is going to have to sponsor this place because I've never heard so much positive Ohio talk in one place. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> and we're Illinois guys. We're yeah, like, exactly. we're like yeah. essential Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody talks bad about Ohio too. I mean, I don't, I don't get they it. Do. No, I, mean, I, I really liked just the chemicals uh, in the river. <laughs> yeah, I really liked Ohio. Uh, I liked uh, Covington, Kentucky. That's actually where we stayed the night. That was yep, cool. Yep. Uh, nice little bars and places to eat in Cincinnati. It was really cool. Let me tell you something right now. I went out to Boise, Idaho for a conference not too long ago. Boise is a beautiful city. Clean. Like, it was incredible out there. Stayed a whole week out there. It was awesome. So, absolutely. I would recommend Boise, Idaho to anybody who wants to go out there. Idaho definitely has some good spots. I mean, they got a lot of waterfalls, too. 15 minutes from some really cool mountain biking trails and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It's beautiful out there. So, wanted to get back to the spill on the beer. Okay. Mm. Segment. So, you were the one that first sent us the first he, he had two he actually has quite a bit but i do I yeah do, yep. okay so the first one the snail yes let give it to us come on i am taking the uh, money okay i'm taking the money now there was a stipulation in there that kyle you left out initially and that's I, okay it's yes, okay it does, I, I don't think it'll make that much fumbled the, i don't think I it'll it. make i need it give okay. it to us you guys ever seen the, the movie tremors yes you know, okay yes. yes you hear him talk about all oh, these worms they get smarter they get smarter the snail gets smarter too so you may go fly somewhere, and you may go stay there for months at a time, but if he knows you're coming back here, you may just stay right here. So you never really know, right? Yeah. Is he following you? Or are you actually escaping him? That's you never really know, it. okay? But I'm absolutely taking the money. I mean, yeah, because you're, you're telling me right having, now. Yes. You're still having, yeah. is it $100 million? Yes. You're still having $100 million. One, like I said, that first time that you sent us that, 
you're still having one hundred million dollars worth of fun. It yes. would take a lot Cars, to a million dollars. Houses, whatever. Yes. 100%. Doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. So what was your other questions? So the other one, the one I just sent in was the Derrick Henry one. That got stolen directly from uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey's new podcast, uh, New Heights. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good podcast. Too. It's a great yeah, podcast. Yeah. I don't I think it. I said this one yet. Yeah, so, the Derrick Henry. The, yeah. The tackle. So if you're given, if you're given, what is it, 100 attempts? I think it was 100 attempts. You're given 100 yeah. attempts to tackle Derrick Henry. If you do it, now I don't even think it was that. I think it was just how many wow. times, barring any injury, we're not talking about injury or fatigue, yeah. fatigue or anything like that. How many times do you think you could tackle Derrick Henry one on one in the hole? In oh 100 gosh. attempts. I'm going to give myself two because I'm a big guy and I think I could maybe make him trip a couple times. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I, shit, I might give myself two just because I might just hit his feet. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Chop I mean, <laughs> There's got to be some, there's, you got to leave room for the fluke. So I'm thinking I get two in. Maybe. Yeah. I don't even know. I suck at that. That's a tough one. That's I, a tough I think it would be zero for me, and, probably. And Derrick Henry's. He's yeah. world class. I mean, he's, that's it's, for yeah. sure. He's a big boy. Come on now. That's just so we had another one from a friend of the pod, Big Chad, mm. and it was if if your life was a sitcom, who would play your character? Would it be you or someone else? They'd have to be me. There's really nobody like me that would kill my sitcom. Man, Matthew McConaughey's playing. <laughs> okay, yeah, if we're talking about I would you know what? I would really like Jack Black to play me in a sitcom. <laughs> because I just admire him. I like all the stuff he does. I think Jack Black would do a good job of playing. Yeah, I mean, him. I feel like Matthew what McConaughey Black, and I look though. so much alike. So. I'm talking like Tenacious D okay, in the Pick of Destiny. So early, earlier yeah, Jack Black. Yeah, not the, not the Mandalorian Jack Black. No. <laughs> yeah, the school schoolhouse rock Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. That I'd probably be Jack Black. I like That's him. a good one. Yeah. I like that question. So you're playing you, yeah, Jack Plague's playing you, yeah. Gruber, and then uh, Matthew McConaughey's playing me. Yeah. And I'm not talking like... Uh, the Lincoln. I'm not talking Lincoln lawyer. You're I'm talking, talking like, like Dallas Buyers Club? No, I'm not talking Dallas Buyers Club. I'm, I'm talking Fool's like, uh, like Wolf Wall Failure to Launch, like oh, okay. Fool's Gold. Okay. Yeah. I like Matthew Fool's Gold. That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good movie. So Gruber, it was awesome to have you on. I feel like it was great to riff with another podcaster. Any closing points for you? Guys, I just appreciate you being on, right? I really do. You know, it, 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 it's cool to sit here and talk about all the different stuff I'm, I'm interested in and been doing. I'm glad there's people that hopefully there's people that are interested. We'll see by the viewership numbers eventually, but, yeah. you know, so, but I, I'm glad you guys came in. The one, I guess the one thing I would close with, guys, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to try some of these new, you know, hobbies, especially like something like jujitsu or cycling or whatever you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Try it, right? If you try it for a month and you don't like it, what are you, what are you really out? For, if you try it for jujitsu for a month, you're out, you know, 12 classes or whatever. Yeah, big deal. Big deal. Yeah. Cool, whatever. It's not for everybody. But you don't know if it's for you unless you try it. Have an open mind. Why not? Right? What's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. I agree on that. Yeah. Closing points? My closing points, definitely hit up the Hey Show. Hey Show! Yep. Uh, definitely a good little listen. I'm already three episodes in. There I, you go. I like it. Uh, Definitely enjoyed this this episode. Probably my favorite episode that we had. We had a lot of good topics. Oh my gosh, it was so easy to just sit here and talk. About it was. For sure. I yeah. didn't even feel like it was uh, a chore to come up with things to to talk about. So you uh, know, whenever you have a good show, it just an hour flies by. Oh yeah, in no time at all. I kept like peeking at the phone on the table. I'm like, oh my god, we're coming up on an hour. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, getting for there. sure. Yeah. But, so other than that, man, I I guess this closes out episode fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys.